Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. And today we're going to be talking about frameworks and trends. How do you spot those trends and decide what frameworks that you should learn and which ones you should ignore, especially with all the crazy JavaScript frameworks that come out all the time. I'm going to talk about that and give you some, some ideas, some a framework that you can use to decide on frameworks. But before I get into that, I do want to take a moment to thank the wonderful sponsor that we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hired. Hired.com, yes, go to Hired.com forward slash Simple Programmer if you want to check them out. And I really like them. I, I've had a chance to talk with, with the, the guys that work there. You might have seen my interview with them. And it's, it's, just, it's just such a cool concept. I think because it makes the hiring process simple and makes the job searching process simple. I, I like that. I really like that a lot. Basically, what the way that works is you go to Hire.com for such simple programmer. You fill out an application and employers get to search to see who they want, what kind of skills that they want. And, and these are good employers too. These are like Facebooks and you know all, all the, the legit kind of employers, not the spammy recruiter stuff, right? And they will actually send you interview requests with salaries and, and that's it. And then you go and you do interviews, maybe do like five of them at one time and then you get companies competing against each other, you know, Good, good, good stuff can happen. So, this is a really good way to do your job search. I highly recommend it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com or go to hired.com/simpleprogrammer, and if you sign up through there, you'll get two thousand dollars instead of one thousand dollars when you get a job through Hired. So, go check them out. Support Simple Programmer and and go check out something cool. All right, so let's talk about frameworks and trends. So, I got this email. Of course, that says, hi, John, love your work. I'm currently taking your five learning mistakes email course. If you don't know what he's talking about, check that out. That's five learning mistakes that everyone makes or most people make. It's mistakes I made. You can hear my embarrassing stories. If you, you go ahead and sign up for that, it's free email course. There's there's a sales pitch at the end, just so you know. I, I, we gotta sell stuff, we gotta make money. It's, it's, it's called Simple Programmer, it's a business, okay? Some, some of you are like, oh shit, you can't make money, you can't sell shit. Oh, okay, all right, that's fine. Oh, I can't believe you had a sponsor. What the, what, everything should be free in the world. Everything should be free, except for the shit that I do when, I, when my employer pays my paycheck. All the other stuff should be free. I, I get you, I, I feel you, I, I feel it, I understand. All right, so he says, <laughs> I've used many of your Pluralsight courses to grasp a concept or play around with a new technology. I, I will put a link here for my Pluralsight courses if you haven't checked them out. I did do a lot of Pluralsight courses. I'm not just a talking head. I, 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 know, I know some technical shit too, all right. So he says, I'm interested in adding a JavaScript framework to my toolkit, but after reading several books, I feel overwhelmed and confused to which one I should dive into. A lot of people do. I, I'm going to just link to some shit. <laughs> I point to a video I did. This is a kind of funny video about this blog post on JavaScript, the state of what I think about JavaScript in 2016, or it was basically, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but I, I read this long blog post where someone just said how crazy it was. You, you should, if you haven't checked that out, check that out. So he says here, C Sharp and Java are my strengths, but Angular, React, and Meteor are so trendy. So trendy. I love that. So trendy. I feel like I've got to find a way to incorporate one of them 
into my work or I might get left behind. I'm curious to know how you go about deciding what tools to learn and what trends to ignore. Cheers. Dexter. So, Dexter, let's let's talk about this. Get some kind of JavaScript framework, right? Get some, get some kind of expertise because why not, right? I mean, if you're you've got C sharp skills, you you want to add it to your toolkit. It makes sense, right? It's JavaScript frameworks are being used a lot. It's important to have, I think, especially if you want to be a front-end developer or a full-stack developer, you need the JavaScript skill set. As much as I, I tend to hate JavaScript, no offense to those of you that love JavaScript, it's just not a beautiful language. I think C Sharp is a beautiful language. I don't think JavaScript is a beautiful language. Feel free to disagree with me. Feel free to just just throw your, your big gulp on the floor and freaking stand up and be like, fuck you, John. That's fine. And, and write it in the comments below. That's fine. It's cool. But I'm just saying that. It's just my personal opinion. You don't have to agree with me, but I, I just, JavaScript it just, it, it never did it for me. Never, never did. With that said, learn the shit. <laughs> Get a JavaScript framework under your belt and pick one of the popular ones, okay? So I think you've, you've, you've highlighted it out here. You said Angular, React, or Meteor. Which one should you learn? Honestly, pick the one you like because out of those, those are all pretty solid and they're all going somewhere so what's up guys john sonmas here from simpleprogrammer.com and i want to tell you about my free blogging course that you can sign up for at simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog now this free blogging course is going to tell you how to create a blog to boost your career it's something that you definitely don't want to miss thousands of developers have already gone through the course the free course that you're going to get by email and have learned how to create a blog to boost their career to make more money and even to grow their own side business it's something that Every single developer should do, especially if you're a web developer, you should have your own blog. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it, how to be successful, how to get traffic, everything that you need to know about creating a blog and even making money from it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog to sign up now. Once again, it's simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. It's been around long enough. So now we'll get, we'll get into kind of the second part of this. The reason why I say that is if you're going to invest a lot of time in learning something, Make sure it's all it's at least been around a year. There's a really good book, okay, that I don't know if I did a review, maybe I did an updated review on this. If not, it's called Anti-Fragile. It's by oh yeah, I did. I did an updated review on this. Anyway, it's called Anti-Fragile. And and this book, in it, the author, I always I always screw up his name because I mix up his name. It's, it's like Taleb Nicholas Hasim. Hasim, I think. Anyway, in the book, what he talks about is that this idea that things that have been around, that it, there's a good chance that everything is in its half-life. <laughs> what he means is that like stuff that's been around for a long time is more likely to be around for a longer period of time than stuff that's new. So he says there'll probably be telephones 100 years from now because telephones have been around for so long already. Right? There'll probably be chairs. You can almost guarantee in the future in 100 years from now there'll be chairs because chairs have been around for a thousand years, so thousands of years. Right? There, so essentially what you can do is you can apply that to technology, to frameworks, and say, okay, if you've got a framework like Meteor or Angular or React and it's been around for a year, it'll probably stick around for at least another year. If it's been around for two years, it'll probably stick around for another two years. You're probably at the half-life of the thing. So the reason why I'm saying that is because you don't want to invest in frameworks that just come out and, and put a huge investment. Now, 
it can be a calculated risk, right? If there's a new framework that just comes out and you can be kind of the first one to blog about it and make tutorials and sell a product or a course on it, great, that's awesome, right? And maybe it'll flop, in which case you'll pivot and you'll change directions and you'll probably still have learned something. But if you're looking for an investment in the long term in your toolkit, right, something that's going to make you valuable in the job market, pick something that's a little bit more stable. It doesn't have to be super stable, right? It could be cutting edge. I mean, I still consider Angular and React and Meteor to be cutting edge. It's just that they've been around, they've passed at least the year time, uh, time test, and they're, they're still going up, right? People are still working on this stuff. They're, they're gaining an adoption, so more and more people are using them. So that's how I would, I would pick this. But honestly, out of those, as long as you've got that criteria, right, I would, I would pick whatever one you like the most, what thing appeals to you the most. There's going to be a market for Angular and React and Meteor, right? There's always going to be a market for those things. I think Meteor probably may be on the smaller side because it's a little bit more prescriptive, but I don't know, I think you'll find a job. I mean, you only got to find one job, right? If you're, if you're a career developer, so you can narrow down stuff really small. You can, you can niche down. I always talk about how important it is to niche down. The other thing I would say here with this is that why are you learning that? Like, you need to make sure that you're going to use this, okay? So if right now, if right now you're not doing any kind of web or JavaScript development at all, and you're not going to create a side project to do it, okay? You just want to kind of get this in your tool belt for your for the future, right? Let's say you're doing back-end hardcore Linux kernel development right now, and you're like, but oh, I got a no JavaScript framework, so when I do web development sometime in the future, I can have, no. Forget that shit. You don't. You don't need all this stuff in your tool belt. Just wait till you get closer, right? If you if you say I want to get into web development, then start learning one of these things and start building something with it. But a lot of people try to put all this stuff in their toolkit. They try to build up all these tools and they're never gonna use them or, or it'll be outdated, right? So for example, the reason why I'm saying this is because maybe five years from now you're gonna do web development. If you invest a bunch of time in learning Angular right now, it might not exist in five years. Okay, I know that kind of contradicts what I said, but it, it might not, right? It might not exist in five years or the version of it might be so different, right? Or the technology might have changed so much. So all the time that you're spending now will just be a waste because you're not using it for a side project. You're not using it for your regular job now. So don't worry about that. You know, if, if you're planning on doing web development or if you're doing it for your job, that's a totally different thing. But if your plan is like five years from now, maybe I'll do a web development job and I need to be prepared. No, just do that when, when you need to learn it, right? Or when you need to do that job, when you actually need to use the skill. I know it's hard to do. I know you want to be prepared for everything. You know, one of the best things that Tony Robbins ever said that, that really impacted me is he said, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. And that really struck a chord with me because I said, well, shit, I've been building up this fortress my whole life to try and make everything, everything certain, right? And so now I'm like, Whatever happens today, that's what happens today. And, and my life is a lot better, I'll, I'll be honest with you. All right, I've talked enough about this topic. If you want to get more of these videos, if you like this video, if you hate this video, if you just wanna see what kind of crazy shit I'm gonna say, click the subscribe button and, and you will, you will find out. All right, I'll talk to you next time, take care.